G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, there is quite a significant conference that's coming up on the Gold Coast in Queensland, focusing on the nation of Israel and their present day status in God's plan for the history of the world. It's called the Kingdom Festival Conference. It's on the Gold Coast this coming weekend, September 29th through until October the 4th. One of the international speakers is Johannes Gerloff, a theologian, author and Middle East correspondent. He's joining us. Johannes, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much for having me. Johannes, you're of German descent. That's an interesting thing too with uh, living in the nation of Israel as you've done for the past 30 years. You're a theologian. You've worked with the Christian Embassy in Jerusalem and uh, you've been a correspondent talking about these sorts of issues for a long, long time. This coming conference that's coming up, it coincides with the Feast of Tabernacles. I wonder if you've got any thoughts here about the significance for Aussies thinking about Israel at a time like this. Well, the Bible is very clear that the Feast of Tabernacles should be celebrated in Jerusalem. Uh, The Bible actually tells us in several places that the whole people of Israel should come up three times a year to Jerusalem. So for me personally, it's the... Uh, first time in, I have to think, more than 30 years, maybe 35 years, that I'm during the Feast of Tabernacles out of the country, and it's my first time in Australia. So about the significance, it it is interesting to think about these things. It is very significant if we look, for example, into the book of Zechariah, chapter 14, where we see that the Lord says, in the end of the days, all the nations have to come up to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles, and he even threatens those who do not come up that it will not rain on them. Zechariah 14 and the coming Messiah, is this something that is very special in the minds of Jews in Jerusalem and certainly now Christians around the world, this thought of preparing God's people for uh, for the return of Messiah? Is that something that's central to the thoughts around the Feast of Tabernacles? Um, well, traditionally, the Feast of Tabernacles is called the Feast of the Messiah. So, yes, it is. Um, I have to say, if I, if I uh, have to answer that question for Jews, for Israelis today, I have a, a slight difficulty because I'm a non-Jew and if I'm walking around as a journalist, uh, asking people what is in your mind, I know that they think twice before giving the answer because they know it will be broadcast. So we always have to be a, a little bit careful there. Um, if I talk about Christians and if I listen to them, yes, the Messiah question is very, very central around the Feast of Tabernacles. And it seems to be this year's Feast of Tabernacles coming up this weekend, let's say, 
there are a lot of Christians who seem to be quite obsessed with the idea that Jesus' return can come on the Feast of Tabernacles and this year sounds like a good candidate. Uh, now, I know that uh, we don't set times and dates, but have you heard those sorts of uh, almost obsessive ideas from some Christians? Yes. I don't know whether it's obsessive. The Bible tells us to live in an expectation of him coming soon. Um, now, I know that he said that 2,000 years ago, and he still has arrived. I try to pe- explain to people, yes, he's an Israeli, so don't bother. They always say, I'm coming soon, and then it takes time. Uh, that's that's not so much a question. There, There's also discussion. I mean, the Bible tells us that he comes at the Feast of Trumpets, or when the trumpet sounds. And that would have been uh, Rosh Hashanah. That would have been uh, last week, uh, the... the um, it's actually called today the, 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 the head of the new year. It is the, the new year uh, feast, and that has already passed. About this fe- feast, whether it's special, I don't know. I have to say also, I'm, I'm very much excited to get to know the people who come up to Gold Coast. Um, I'm very excited about the Australians who celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles here in Australia, where it's if I feel around, it's it's more springtime than uh, than what I'm used to be in October. Yes, uh, certainly warm on the Gold Coast around this time of year. In recent decades, it seems to be that Christians have become a whole lot more captivated by the history and the prophetic narrative around the people of Israel returning to their homeland. And if you're talking about you know, forerunners to Christ's return and the meaning of those feasts and various things. Uh, how do you see uh, this excitement that's growing in people uh, as they see world events that are unfolding that appear to be just aligned uh, with the biblical narrative and prophetic future? How do you see those things? Well, um, I have to admit at that point that I come from a German background. And for us as Germans, certainly the Holocaust is a very, or was a very decisive uh, event last century, a terrible event, and uh, uh, I don't think there's any German who has digested it until today. Uh, so it, it was a shock also for theologians, and it was a shock in a, in, a, in a direction, thinking more about the Jewish people, thinking about what it means that soon after the end of the Third Reich, uh, the State of Israel came into being. Um, I try to see it today more from a biblical perspective than from a, a purely German perspective. And there you see that the return of the Jewish people um, is something that started already maybe 100, maybe 200 years earlier. Also the awareness that they have to return at some point to receive Messiah there. And so it is something that is, if, if you see the long lines, the sometimes uh, centuries stretching dealings of our Lord, um, then yes, it is something very, very exciting that we have during the past decade or so. For the first time in 2,500 years, um, we have for the first time that the might, that, that the the biggest Jewish group, or the biggest group of Jews, is living in the land of Israel. You have to digest that a little bit. In the time of Jesus, most Jews already lived outside the land of Israel. And 
so it is something breathtaking if we see it on the background of religious prophecy. Johannes, how obvious is it that this return to uh, the promised land, the land of Israel from Jews all around the world, how obvious is that, that it is a direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy? Some people think these things are a bit airy-fairy and you read a lot of things into those uh, symbols and uh, various metaphors and such things. How directly uh, is this significant as a fulfillment of Bible prophecy, do you think? Um, look, it is, from my point of view, so obvious that even a newspaper like Haaretz, which is a, a, a left-wing, uh, not missing any opportunity to mock anything religious newspaper in Israel, is one of the dominant newspapers there in, in, in the secular uh, segment of, of society. And even they have to say that it is something breathtaking that the uh, biggest Jewish group today lives in Israel. Now, if you say, is that something that can be proven to be fulfillment of biblical prophecy, I, I've been long enough uh, being a journalist to know that we human, human beings are built in a way that we like to be confirmed with what we always thought. And therefore, I'm critical towards my own thoughts. Um, I believe that it is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy, but I fully accept it if somebody comes and says, I don't believe that there is a God at all, and so he can't believe that there is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Um, I think it's illogical, but uh, therefore it is difficult to say I can prove there anything. And that was, if I understood your question correctly, that was somehow in the background. So far as the speakers who are going to be addressing this weekend's conference, and no doubt there'll be all sorts of focus on Bible prophecy and those things that are happening too, uh, but uh, you're just one of a long line of speakers. What sort of topics are you tackling? I think your main speaking day is on this coming Saturday. What are you talking about? Well, this coming Saturday, we will look at the Parashat uh, Sukkot, which is the, the the passage in the Torah in in the book of Leviticus that um, that is being read by the whole of the Jewish people during that day, and uh, we'll look at that and and see what we can learn out of the text. Um, if you talk about the other topics, I will be very much excited. I I, I think I I hope I brought enough ammunition to uh, to. Uh, Come get into a conversation with other speakers, also with people who are there, and uh, respond to that. Um, yes, we will be talking about the significance of the Feast of Tabernacles. Yes, we will be talking about the connection to the land of Israel. We will be talking about the importance of the land of Israel for the people of Israel and the connection between people of Israel and land of Israel for us as Christians. Actually, one of the other main speakers will be Andrew Tucker, who is a legal expert in that area, and I'm very much looking forward to hear from him what it means and what he is doing on the international legal stage. So it will be quite exciting uh, what we'll be developing there. Having said this, I want to emphasize what I learned from the organizers, that it's not a conference, but it's a festival. So it is something that we do together, it's not just a few teachers sitting there and uh, handing out whatever they have worked on, but it is something that will happen together. And I'm very much excited to learn what that means. 
More than a conference, a festival, and it's happening, it starts this weekend, September 29th through to October the 4th. It's called the Kingdom Festival Conference. It'll be on the Gold Coast this weekend. A number of international speakers, and among those, Johannes Gerloff, who has been our guest, a theologian, author, and Middle East correspondent. There is a website, so you can find out some more about the Kingdom Festival. It's kingdomfestival.com kingdomfestival.com and uh, particularly for those already in southeast Queensland or those who can get onto a plane uh, quick enough to be part of that Kingdom Festival conference it is on this weekend. Johannes, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.